Hi friends, welcome to season two. The You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast is an authentic space to talk about life and truth and love. This podcast has evolved, which is no surprise to me, because when you choose to live authentically, you experience a lot of change. Thankfully, it's always a positive change because when you ditch the coulds and shoulds and let God lead, the outcome is always beautiful. This podcast started as a resource for recovering perfectionists, but has expanded into a place for all to come and be themselves, share their struggles and their victories, giving God the glory along the way. Our world today suffers from an excessive amount of pressure on all sides that leave an individual feeling overwhelmed, burnt out, and eventually hopeless. My guests and myself have experienced all these feelings at one time or another, which is why these stories and encouragements will inspire and uplift you. Did you know that you were created by God to do life with Him? You weren't meant to figure it all out on your own, and you aren't expected to. God doesn't need to stay far away and unapproachable. He wants all of His creation to draw near and receive the fullness of His love. The relevant Old Testament will walk beside you as you read through Genesis. New insights will be revealed to you that take the Old Testament from boring and unrelatable to exciting and vibrant. God made me aware that so many of his believers are lacking a deep and intimate relationship with him. And this newest book will help them discover the intimacy they've been missing out on. Everything we need in this life has been provided for us by God, but we can easily miss out on it by being distracted by the world. If you know that God's been nudging you to go deeper with Him, or if you feel unsatisfied in your faith, then let this be a prompt that leads you to say, yes, I will seek you in your word. You can purchase the relevant Old Testament in paperback or ebook on Amazon. Maybe you want more details about this book before purchasing it. That's okay. Click the link in the notes of the show to read some reviews. While you're reading your reviews, I invite you to check out my other two books, You Don't Have to Be Perfect and Truth and Tools. You Don't Have to Be Perfect is about letting go of perfectionism and the countless pressures of this world by embracing your true identity in Christ. This book is about my journey of saying no to perfect and yes to truth. It is not about slacking off and doing things poorly like one might think but about honing in on your God-given purpose. Truth and Tools is a practical approach to releasing yourself from the perfectionistic habits. It walks you through how to practice living your life in the truth you were created to live in. I hope you'll check them out. Thank you, friends. Please enjoy today's episode. Inside today's podcast, I'm thrilled and delighted to be talking with one of my favorite authors ever, Danielle Harrington. Uh, Danielle is a YA author as well as a chemistry teacher. And friends, let me tell you, she's amazing. Um, She's super talented, hilarious, creative, and she loves Jesus. So it's just wonderful. 
Um, Danielle, if you can't tell, I'm super excited that you're here. Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. Yes, yes, I know. It's like, this is going to be a really fun, fun episode. So my first question is, when did you decide that you would write books? Well, I have been writing since I was very young. It's always kind of been a passion of mine. I think I wrote my first story around five years old, and I have always been a really big fan of just storytelling in any format. I really enjoyed, I don't know, I, I am a movie buff TV series. I just really enjoy watching things. And I love it because a story just touches me in a way that nothing else can. And so I was like, yeah, I've always kind of been in the storytelling world. Mm -hmm. um, as far as actually getting published and now being an author, I knew that, you know, one day I, I wanted to do that, but I didn't know what project would really get me there. And so through, through my years of writing in middle school, high school and college, like I was getting better and I was learning more, but until I drafted the diseased ones, I didn't really have a project that spoke to me in terms of like, yes, this is the one that's going to get you published. Um, so this current series has been it for me and I'm having so much fun with it. Well, I'm having so much fun reading it and I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready for book three. I know it's not, <laughs> but I'm ready. Um, yeah. So for me, your writing is spectacular. Like when I was reading your book, I was just like, how does she do this? Um, <laughs> you. you had me drawn in on the very first page and I, I just kept flipping and flipping and flipping. And when I was done devouring that book, I was super giddy that I already bought the second book. Yes. Um, and I don't normally do that. Like I don't, because I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm more skeptical that I'm going to like something, you know? So I was like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm not going to spend the money because what if I don't like it with your books, just from following you on Instagram, I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to love this. So I bought both at the same time, which I never do. So, um, <laughs> I think awesome. I didn't plan to say this, but I was just thinking of it right now. Like, I think that's a true Testament to the whole, you know, sharing things on Instagram and social media, because I did find you through that. Um, and I've also, that's like kind of how I find new people, um, new books is on Instagram because I get to know the actual author. And I think that's super cool. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm right there with you. I found some really amazing books just by following some authors on Instagram. Yeah. And I like, I mean, so if I hadn't seen you on Instagram and I hadn't been watching you for a while, which it was your reels, by the way, um, <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, this is funny. This girl's funny. And then I'm like, oh, she wrote books. Oh, actually those sound pretty good. Yeah. I was so excited. So, and then I started it instantly, like the same day I was like, oh, I'm ready. And so this might be a very broad question, but just do with it what you will. How do you come up with your characters? Well, some characters in my book are based on real life people in my life. Um, just, I guess, a couple examples. Jonah, who's Hollis's teacher, is based on one of my college professors. He just was so kind and really mentored me. And I mean, I did chemistry as my degree, so it was like really hard. I loved it, but it was one of the hardest things I've ever done. And mm. he just was such a, an example of God. And 
he was such a great teacher and I learned so many things from him. So I kind of modeled like Jonah's teaching and his caring demeanor after my professor. Um, one of, uh, so Tiffany, who's Hollis's friend in the first mm -hmm. book and really kind of welcomes her into this new world that she's been thrust into, uh, is based off of one of my uh, college friends that I had and um ben who's the goofy funny does magic tricks is based off of one of my brother's friends because that's just like who he is in real life he's such a fun goofy personality who and he also really enjoys magic which is one of the reasons why i included that into the book because his charming uh fun loving magician self was just so perfect for it Mm -hmm. um and um, a lot of the characters like those those three that I talked about were a bit like really closely following real life people that I knew um but I do take little things here and there for other characters um and I I can't write a character until I have their name so I I start with the name and then from mm -hmm. the name I start writing with the person and I just have to feel them out which is a little scary but I think I've developed uh, I, I would hope that I have developed characters that people can connect with because I I have to sit with someone for a long time to really get to know them as a person because I want my characters to feel like real people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, they do. And I mean, I, I love them. And I, here's something else that I, I think is, I don't know, I just feel like sharing it is that, you know, I probably my my biggest um experience with fiction was before I was married, you know, like when I was in college and, um, I read the Harry Potter series. And then when I was like a young mom, I read the, um, hunger games and loved those. Right. But besides that, like, I just, everything else is kind of meh, I, nothing else really caught me, you know, and I stopped reading fiction for years. I, I read only nonfiction and I, and I, I still love nonfiction. I still read it like alongside fiction books, <laughs> but then, so like, like getting your books was kind of a stretch for me because I hadn't <laughs> read fiction in a really long time. Uh, well, actually I just read one, um, like a little novella from a friend mm -hmm. who also wrote nonfiction. And then she switched to fiction. I was like, how did you do that? Like, how did your brain do that? And so I, I, I'm not going to lie. Like I'm inspired. I'm like, gosh, I, I wonder if I could do it. And I have had thoughts, but I've, I've never followed through with any of them because I'm like, that's way too hard. <laughs> like I was like, nonfiction so much easier. Um, so I super duper admire fiction writers and, um, so anyway, I read hers and then I basically read yours and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And then I was all at a kick. I'm like, I got to read some more fiction. So I have, um, keeping time until your other books come out. Um, so yeah, I, I just, I really, really admire fiction writers. Like the, I don't know. I mean, that's really hard. It's fun. I know it's fun for you, but it's hard. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel honored to have got you back into fiction. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can definitely take credit. You definitely can. Um, Cause you know, and I even told you like, I, I didn't enjoy anything this much since Harry Potter. Like I was just like, and 
And now when I think back, I'm like, mm, I think I like it better. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I do. I really do. I, I loved Harry Potter. I loved the Hunger Games. Like I remember mm-hmm. reading those when I was little and being like, wow, look at this whole world that I found yes. that I didn't know existed. And like, yes, books are a thing. Like I knew books were a thing conceptually, like since being very little because books existed, but I didn't quite realize that you could just lose yourself in a book in such Mm -hmm. a powerful way until I read those series and then I devoured more books and I was like oh I really like this and I enjoyed writing my own stories um and I and I was constantly working on different things I've started so many projects growing up but the diseased ones was actually the first project that I fully finished a complete draft of Mm -hmm. which is why I felt like oh like maybe I could actually do this you know, maybe I could get published because I've finished a full work now, you know? Yeah. 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 And you're so right. I mean, that, that's what I loved about those books was being in this completely different world. Um, that it's just like, wow. I mean, someone thought this up, you know, and you can see it, you can see all the details and you can imagine what it looks like. Cause it's just it's so good. It's so good. So Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love getting lost in a different world. It's super fun. (laughs) And I I think the, one of the things that drew me to writing, um, is that like when I, when I consume pieces of media and when I read and watch TV series and things, the things that I'm most attached to are when they're high stakes that I can connect to personally. And I try to write that same way because if you're, gonna create a story that people that I guess maybe you not not everyone's gonna like it I will just say that but creating a story that a good amount of people feel really connected to is Mm -hmm. because you have stakes that everyone can relate to and the stakes keep getting higher and like you can apply that concept to any genre and if you do it if you execute that well people are gonna really like it yes yeah and you do you you do that very well um because I, I know there were so many moments where I was so touched. Like, I just was like, <sighs> like I took a moment, you know, like I was like, so touched. I don't know, connecting the human spirit or something, you know, where you just, you just feel it. So anyway, yeah, you do it well, you do it well. Thank now, you. I definitely have to feel my writing because yeah, that's, I, I want other people to feel the things that I feel when I write it. Yeah. Yes. Well, you do, you do. Now, this wouldn't be the You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast if I didn't talk about a struggle, because um, that's what we do. Um, so can you share with us a little bit about that struggle to sit down and write, even when you have time? Because, and that's when I can, I can totally relate to that. Like, I actually have the time and the space to write. And then I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like, my brain's just not cooperating. Yeah, so I definitely feel that. Um, I think part of, there's a little bit of anxiety that comes with sitting down to write. And it's not because I don't enjoy writing. I very much do. It's very hard for me to start because there are so many other distractions and I feel the pressure of making each installment in the story better and more exciting than the last, because I think it is important to continue to raise the stakes in a story because you don't want to have like super high stakes in book two and then book three drop off and have there be no real like 
uh, urgent sense of urgency, like the sense of urgency in, I think, especially dystopian has to continue to get more and more intense. So in some ways, I feel pressure from myself from the past two books because I love them and I'm very proud of them. And I want to continue to make the story better and bigger as it should be. And I, and, you know, I think I'm pulling that off as I'm working through book three, but there's a little bit of pressure to like execute it in a way that fulfills my fans expectations. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, I, I try to just sit down and get some, some amount done. I've kind of adopted the mantra of progress is progress and to just like be proud of a day where I get like a paragraph down and also mm-hmm. be proud of a day where I get 3000 words down. Like, right. I'm working. And sometimes, you know, this has been a very difficult year with a lot of political and social unrest in mm-hmm. literally everywhere. So sometimes it's hard to just, you know, disconnect from the world and be in your fantasy world, which is one of the reasons why I do this anyway, kind of as an escape and to provide an escape for other readers. It's, it's, uh, yeah, so I guess navigating, feeling stressed about it, and then like, being okay with not working on it for a stretch of time, and then like being proud of when I do work on it and saying, you know, like, I, I got work done today. And not feeling down on myself when I don't get work done, even though that's hard for me. <laughs> well, I, I think you hit on two really important things um, that I want to kind of like flesh out, which is one, the pressure and how it really comes from yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think that can, whether it doesn't have to be writing, it's anything there. There's always something in our life where we feel a lot of pressure and it causes a struggle, right? And then, um, the, the thing that you're doing, the progress is progress. That's exactly the antidote. It's a vicious feedback loop. Yes. It's a, sometimes I get stuck in that cycle and it's, it's torture. I'm very type A and I'm very like, I have to be working all the time to be productive all the time. And I've always kind of been like that. So it's really hard for me to step back. And then it's also hard that when I do step back, I just like feel guilty for some reason. Like, oh, I should be working on like, and it might not even necessarily be my book. Like, I just feel like, oh, I should be working on things in life always. Yeah. I'm just I'm very much like that. See, so then you, you are a better fit for this podcast than, than we thought. So as you know, and you already met them, my daughters are also fans of yours. So I asked, what, what do you want to ask her? Do you have a question you want to ask her? And so their question was, where do you get your humor fun from? Sorry, fun. (laughs) Where do you get humor from? Because you're So I've always enjoyed acting. I've also been acting from a very young age. And I think with a lot of the parts that I would play, they were dramatic parts. And I really enjoy drama and t- touching on like deep, hard emotions. That was my favorite as an actress to really put myself in the place of like someone who's experiencing something that absolutely breaks them. Mm-hmm. So I, in my books, I explore the drama and I love the drama. And I, I have, I would say maybe like may- lighter moments and maybe little tiny humor here and there in my books 
But the other part of like acting, and I really kind of explored this like later when I, when I was older, I always enjoyed drama. But then like near the end of high school, I did a comedic piece for a theater festival. And I was like, whoa, I can make people laugh. Like I didn't really know that that's something I could do. <laughs> and so I think with my reels, because my books are so dramatic and hit that and I can explore those emotions there. I was like, well, Reels is a really short space, like 30 seconds or less to communicate something. And humor is much easier to do that in such a short span. And it pro- like it gives me a, a space to act again mm-hmm. because it's been a it's been a while since I've been in like a show and I really miss that. That's one of the reasons why I write is to express like playing a character. Mm hmm. And, but reels, I was like, oh, well, I mean, I can come up with like small little witty things and like take, like, I'm in the writing world. Let's like look at people's posts and like jokes online and kind of like, what can I spin that into so that I can incorporate my acting, my love of acting and providing content that people can relate to because Mm -hmm. all the writers go through all the struggles but we go through a lot of the same ones so I was like how can I hit on that and make people feel seen Mm -hmm. in this like crazy like I'm writing a book and I feel so lost and this is such a long project and such a big part of my life and I was like I feel this in my soul (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh man but I mean it's funny that you you like the dramatic more in the reels, you are so hilarious. Like, I mean, we, we just find so much enjoyment. Like I am laughing out loud and we watch it like 15 times. Like we just yes. crack up. Um, like, uh, we watched, we, we go back to the, the Thor and the, um, Peter Quill one. Oh, yeah. a lot now. <laughs> like we, we've watched that one so many times because we love that movie anyway That's so great and those you know we just love it and so um we're watching you and then cadence you just met her she said to my husband she's like look see she gets every detail <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. I know. That's why it's so good. <laughs> that's that's really sweet because I, I really do. I'm very detail oriented just in my life. Like you kind of have to be as like a scientist. So mm-hmm. when, all through my chem degree and like my teaching career, I try to be really organized and detail oriented. But I think the same applies to art. The people who love their their craft so much that like the the devil's in the details for them they're really good artists and I respect mm-hmm. them so much. And uh-huh. so yep. I try to do that with my content and be and like, I release something that I'm happy with. And the thing that you have to realize about that is not everyone's going to like your content. Not everyone's going to like you and that's fine. But if you're making something that makes you happy and you're proud of it, that's really all that matters. The right people are going to find you. Yeah. Yeah. Being real, being who you are, is, is going to be benefit. It's going to benefit everyone that's, you know, going to be drawn to you. You know, um, when we are not being real, we might attract more people, but then, then the show's over and it's like, Ooh, that's not who I thought you were. Hmm. You know, it's just, it's always better for everyone. Just be real, just be real. Um, and we're saying that about acting, but I completely, uh, feel the exact same way about art. Um, and the, the artists in all the, all the places that are considered art, mm-hmm. 
they're the ones that are so into what they do. Like that is what I love. Like, that's what I love. I'm like, Oh my gosh, they're so good. Oh, they care. Like, like, because they care about their craft, it makes me like, love them. You know what I mean? I'm just like, Oh my gosh, they're amazing. Oh my gosh. They're amazing. I, I, it's just something that my, my soul, um, agrees with. I don't know. I just, I don't know how else to say it. Like, that's just my thing. And I have, um, yeah, I, I love the arts as well, I, but I'm not, see, I'm not like you. <laughs> um, like I, I still, I watched your little reels thing and I've, I spent, I went ahead and committed like an hour and a half last week. Like, okay, I'm going to figure this out. And then I thought I had it and I was like, dang it. <laughs> Why is this so totally feel you actually when I first I had first downloaded TikTok before it was called TikTok it was like musically or something like that and I literally could not figure out how to work it so then I just uninstalled it I could have been on the TikTok thing way early before it was even a thing I'm 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 very actually glad in some ways that I wasn't but (laughs) it took me quite a while to figure out my style and to figure out how to like use the app and and take advantage of all of its features because really uh people say oh I can't I can't believe TikTok is free like I'm on that boat there's so much you can do in app so many sounds so many different ways to edit a video Mm -hmm. it's a really great uh template for that so I've been able to kind of uh feed another creative part of myself into this which is the acting and like being able to like play a part in a different capacity other than just books you know well, I know you can do amazing things with, with it because I watch your reels and I'm like, how in the world? I, I can't, like, I look at all the buttons and I'm like, oh, I don't see it. I, I don't see how they did all that. How did she find that? How did she? <laughs> so, I mean, that we're going off topic here, but it's just like, um, I, I even admire what you do in the reels because even though it's light and fun and, and entertaining, I, I can see you, you know, and that's why I'm just like, oh, this girl's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank so, you so much. Yeah, I, I know I'm probably making you uncomfortable because I'm just like gushing. Oh, no, you, not but... at all. This is this is very fun. Oh, good, good, good. So, you know, of course, we've mentioned it several times. You're working on book three and I'm definitely going to snatch it up as soon as it's available. But until then, um, how can we support you? How can we stay connected to your journey? Well, I've been trying to post writing updates when I do get another word count mile marker. Mm -hmm. I just think the hardest part of drafting for me now is that I I have so much more knowledge than I had a couple years ago Mm -hmm. when I was working on the first book. I just have all these writing rules floating around in my head and like other authors that I've read and just editing things that I know now. And so I can't be as wild and abandoned in my drafting as I used to be (laughs) but really what that does is that just makes for a cleaner first draft that has less issues to kind of parse out near the end of the revision journey um I don't know I I guess just uh I don't really know what people can do to help. I, I I kind of am just inspired by everybody continuing to post their updates because even if I'm 
you know, I'm not making, oh, this week I made like 500 words of progress in seven days. Like, ah, that's not very much. And then I see someone else who's like really plugging away and that inspires me to maybe work a little harder. Mm-hmm. Well, so, I don't know. I, ke- I keep up with people that help me feel like I can still do this, you know? Right. Oh, you definitely can. So don't stop. Um, yeah, well, I, we can follow you at DJ Harrington, uh, DJ yes. Harrington writer, writer. Okay. Yes. On Instagram, you guys, if you, if you want to laugh or follow her and <laughs> you want to be inspired, um, you, you did a really good writing post the other day. I don't know, some day last week. And I was like, Oh, that was so good. Like, like that was good for me. Um, so anyway, I would say guys follow her. She's, she's super fun. Um, and get her books, get her books. If you know, if you like fiction, maybe even if you don't like fiction. (laughs) Yeah. If you enjoy like X-Men, Divergent, Hunger Games, the uglies, just the, the, the YA dystopian genre. Yeah. 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 If you, if you like that, which apparently I do, like I knew I did, (laughs) but like, I would never, I don't know. I guess I didn't really think about it too much. But I am drawn to this. <laughs> oh, I was just talking about that with my friend the other day. She's like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, no, I want, I want happy and lovely. And I'm like, nah, I like the, I like the, the hard stuff. The nitty, <laughs> the gritty, the dark. Yes. I do. I do. I don't, I don't even know why. I just do. Um, anyway, thank you so much for your time, for being here, for, for helping me laugh um, and for doing what you do. And thank you so much for having me. This was great. Hi, friends. I'm so glad you've been enjoying the You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast and wanted you to know that if you'd like to support and help share its uplifting message, you can leave a positive review on Apple or Spotify. To donate 99 cents, $4.99, or $9.99 a month, simply click the anchor link in the notes of this show. Once you're on the anchor homepage of the You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast, click the middle button that says support and select your amount and enter your info. It's quick and easy and will make a great impact on the lives of my family. Thanks for being with me today. Let's keep practicing saying no to perfect and yes to truth. Take care.